As you've been hearing this morning, global share markets. A lot of red on the screen in front of me today. They've fallen overnight after a bit of a reality check about inflation in the United States. Despite some earlier optimism, US inflation has come in hotter than expected, which means, of course, no one should be holding their breath for any interest rate cuts anytime soon. Let's get more now from the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, who joins us. Peter, what does this hot inflation reading do to those hopes that, you know, the inflation emergency might soon be over? Well, uh, good morning, Tom. Central banks, uh, as we know, around the world, including Australia's Reserve Bank, really have been managing expectations about any early interest rate cuts. That While inflation might be less of a problem at the moment, it's still too high. Well, uh, as we've seen in the United States, as you mentioned, where uh, while, yes, inflation is slowing, it's just not slowing fast enough and it's slowed less than expected in January. Financial markets have taken this news pretty hard uh, because it basically puts a nail in the coffin of any early Federal Reserve interest rate cut, which had been seen as early as March, especially now as there is evidence that despite aggressive interest rate rises, the US economy is uh, still pretty strong and there's a fair bit of inflation that still needs to be wrung out of the system. What's interesting here, Peter, is that the inflation uh, increases look pretty marginal, you know, at least on the surface. So, I mean, is that showing how sensitive to any sign that inflation is heading in the wrong direction? Yeah, look, uh, some of this could be an overreaction because we know that uh, financial markets uh, really hang on tiny bits of information. But uh, as you mentioned, the Consumer Price Index in the United States increased by 0.3% last month after gaining 0.2% in December. Uh, So the gain that we saw in January is pretty high. I mean, even the annual headline rate is also fragile and it's still on a downward trend after surging in 2022. So uh, that's when the annual rate of inflation in the US hit 9.1%. But um, Wall Street took a hit on this reality check that inflation is uh, stubborn, but I should say um, slowing slowing a bit um, uh, less fast than expected. And when investors see the prospect of rate cuts fading and cheaper money further away, they... I suppose, have a bit of a tantrum and uh, stocks dipped. The uh, tech-heavy Nasdaq down about 2% as we head towards the close because investors would like to see a bigger punch bowl of cheaper money, I suppose, to plunge further into, um, given the excitement about tech stocks, especially those linked to artificial intelligence, which has boosted markets over the past year, including uh, your superannuation. So some reinforced expectations at the Federal Reserve in the United States will hold interest rates steady in March. Investors have now reined in their bets on just how much the uh, Federal Reserve will be cutting rates this year. Okay, back home, Peter. Big day for you because you're speaking with the Commonwealth Bank Chief Executive Matt Common later this morning. Bit of a preview for us. What can we expect? Well, Tom, uh, just a few minutes ago before we went on air, the Commonwealth Bank's results hit and uh, what we've seen is a... uh, a net profit after tax in the half year down 
8% to $4.83 billion. A bit better on the cash front. The cash profit in the half year uh, down just 3% to uh, $5 billion or just over that. So that's coming on market expectations. The dividend up uh, 2%, however, that will keep uh, those shareholders happy. Uh, but yes, I'll be speaking with Matt Coleman a little bit later. Now, the CBA is not just Australia's biggest bank. It's the, the biggest company by market value and the biggest home lender. So I'll be looking to see what Matt Common um, thinks about the outlook, whether we're seeing more mortgage stress and whether arrears or defaults are arising, but also things like the right to disconnect policy. Is that going to work? Will it work at a big bank like the Commonwealth Bank? The future of cash, how long is it going to be before banks start rationing cash because of lower demand? And Tom, last night at Senate Estimates, the Australia Post boss, Paul Graham, said he's spending or the organisation is spending about $4,000 a week to actually fly cash to Coobapedi in outback South Australia where locals rely on the post office to do their banking and there just hasn't been enough cash around to keep them happy. Okay, Peter, thanks as always for joining us. It's the ABC Senior Business Correspondent, Peter Ryan. <laughs>